The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. struggles to never give up and trust in God. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, this is gonna be a fun show, I hope. Uh, Dean Thomas, we always love when you're with us for the whole show. Don't don't go, don't leave early. You staying for the whole show? Yeah, the whole show's like an hour, right? Yes. Yeah, so I'm good. Okay, great. And we have Terrence McKinney, just by the way. Yes, he should have just said yes. Well, he wanted well, to clarify. He's he an honest fucking, guy. He sounds fancy when he has to go. Wait, hold on. Is it a hard out in an hour? No, because, calm down, fancy no, pants. Because I have a one hour Matt Sarah time limit. Like after an hour with Matt Sarah, I just can't take it no more. Yeah. <laughs> and we have uh, yeah. Terrence McKinney is 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 joining us. Uh, and I, I have never uh, spoken with Terrence. Um, He's obviously new to the UFC. Um, and Dean, you were there. You were at the fights. Yeah, I was at the fights. I actually met him prior to the fight the day before. Yeah, he's coached by uh, an old buddy of mine. So I got a chance to meet him and hear all about him. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to talk to, to him. Um, it's not the first time he had a quick finish. You know what I mean? I was just hearing that he had like a 16, 17 second knockout. Like when I saw him walk into the cage, they were just talking about how he just had like a, like a, like a, with an under 20 second knockout before this fight. Okay, he apparently he had a couple of them. Like Mike Chiesa was to, trained with him before and said, he's like, he's nuts. Like he's just so athletic and so gifted. And he likes, he gets in and gets it done early. Yeah. Well, I mean, those punches were as accurate as you could get. <laughs> Yo, four straight, Matt, sorry to interrupt you. Four straight first round. Uh, yeah, uh, against uh, Dedrick Sanders, it was uh, 16 seconds into the first. He had a head kick, uh, 17 seconds into the first. A minute and 12 was a long fight for him against uh, 
uh, Michael uh, Irizarry, and uh, I get, of course, this Frivola punch, but four straight um, first-round uh, KOs, and 112 is the longest one, a minute, 12 seconds. Well, look, we're going to catch up with him. Man, he's calling in like what? Like in a half an hour? It's the best people for the guys, that, the people at home that don't, that don't know, uh, that didn't, that fucking, of course, they didn't hear. Dean Thomas, I'm like, <laughs> can we start over? You sound completely wasted. <laughs> Jimmy, how do you do this? Jimmy, how do you do this twice a week? I, oh, I have no, a no, giant no. clock in front of me, and I just go 59, 58. Is, my knees give me a little trouble, so <laughs> I had to get a, I had to get a little like warm up in before, so I I, uh, sure. I I stretched out. But my point was that uh, we'll catch up with with Terrence in like a half an hour. But we asked our producers. Yo, what time is he calling in? They're like, yo, uh, 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. And motherfucker, they gave us five different times. Anyway, I like the, I like the audience at home to get the behind-the-scenes stuff. Sure, sure. This is, starting, this is starting off great. It is you great. Talk, hey, hold on. You want to talk about the fights? Yes. Or do you want to catch up with Dean Thomas? Fuck the fights. We'll get to we, that in a second. We could do Jimmy, all of it. Jimmy, get to that in a second. I want to catch up with Dean Thomas first. Hey, can I just tell you, Dean Thomas, that... On my Instagram, hold on, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting the number here. It's oh, I don't know what viral is, but let me tell you something. Dean made a little video, a little touching little video. It's one of those how it started and how it's going. Yeah, and it was myself and Dean Thomas first battling in the cage as like as arch nemesis, and then just playing around a little bit. And then we had our balloons, like a little balloon, um, blowing up balloons, like they were like cocks. And we were like sword fighting, pretending like we were sword fighting with our penises. It was so touching. And it was all to the theme of um, ebony and ivory. Oh, very nice. And, and let me tell you, Jimmy, it got, I don't know, 108,000 views on my Instagram. That's pretty viral. You By the way, I mean, ebony and ivory, I hate the way what? they say piano, Keyboard. I hate the way they say piano yeah, keyboard. That, that Dean Thomas, hold that. We're going right into this because that okay. made me think of a new segment I want to start up on this show. Oh no! No, Jimmy, you're gonna love this. I hope so. They don't do this on Fighter and the Kid. Okay. Unfiltered podcast karaoke. Oh, it's gonna be fun. Ready? Let's just talk. Let's just. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cocksucker. But listen, no, I'm right here. Listen, listen. It'll do. It'll be a little something like this. For instance. Let's just pick a song. What'd you say? Ebony and Ivory? Yeah, let's do it. Ebony and, and Ivory together, together in perfect harmony. Side, side by, side by side on the keyboard. On the piano. Why don't oh Lord? Why oh why don't <laughs> Let's start it again. Okay, let's go over the words really quick. I no, thought it was really good. Um, to be honest, you hit a home run. Well, Why do it listen, twice? It was a people, home run. You know what we could do if we yes. were a bunch of fakes? We could cut this up and get a lot of practice in and do it. But no, it takes one or two takes. We got it. And okay. nobody likes to see what goes into this. Oh, but they love we'll it. Get to the, we'll get to the fucking fights. Sure. Relax. Are, I don't know what the words are. This is it. All right. Well, these are the words. It goes ebony and ivory. Together in perfect harmony, mm -hmm. side by side on the keyboard. No, oh, no, side by side on my piano. Keyboard. And that's the part I hate because he goes Jimmy, side by side on my piano 
keyboard. And I hate that part. No, side by side on oh the my piano, piano keyboard. keyboard. Oh, Lord. Why don't we? Okay. Why can't we? Why, why can't we? Why, why can't, can't we? we? I think it's why can't we? Jimmy's healthy. This Jimmy, you don't got to be the talent. You're the talent and everything, but you don't have to sing. You don't want to participate. You don't have to, my little buddy. But me and Dean, are good. this is good for race relations. Jimmy. <laughs> it is. It's fucking good. Let's Jimmy, do it, Jimmy. Jimmy, first of all, I didn't mean to attack you. I don't feel attacked. Oh, side by side on my piano keyboard. Oh, Lord. Why don't we? You're right. You were correct. Why don't we? I was we? right with that. Yes, you were correct. Okay. I was right. Okay. Listen, ready? Yeah. Dean, let's just have fun with it. I'm, I'm ready. Go ahead. Enjoy. Let's have fun with it. Jimmy, right, let's enjoy. do it. Jimmy, ready? Ebony, Ebony and, and Ivory together in perfect harmony. Side by side, side on the piano. Keyboard. Oh Lord, why can't we? Why don't we? Fucking great. Well, now you're fucking with me, Jimmy. And he says, really, why don't we? I just feel like you're hating on my singing. No, you were correct. I, I actually admitted you were correct. It was why don't we? And then you went and did my incorrect lyric. He did. He you did. want to try this song's great because it's my piano good. keyboard, not the keyboard. It's, it's side by side on my piano keyboard. keyboard. Terrible. Oh, oh well, listen, we can we can work with this one more time. Ugh. You got to pick up where I. You want to start it off, Dean Thomas? No, no, we can do it together. All right, together is the way it should be. Done. That's right because it's together in perfect harmony. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, although I wouldn't say perfect. Dean Thomas, in somewhat perfect harmony. Yes. Listen, come on, we're harmonious, dude. Nothing to do with color. If I could put up with you, I mean, listen to me. This is this is good for the for the world. Ready? Let's go. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one. Ebony. Oh, you gotta have something, Dean Thomas. You're not really. If this was, how about this? I'm not being a dick. If this was your improv class, that fucking girl that does it with you, she'd be like, boo. She'd be like that scene from fucking Princess Bride. Boo, boo. Listen. You gotta give me something, bro. Give me a little fucking energy. Okay, okay, I got it. I told this Star Wars cup to show off my fucking money Star Wars cup. Retro. All right, I got it. I'm a Strike Back Bounty Hunter series. I'm doing it because there's espresso in there. It helps me get me going. Sure. Motivate yourself. Pretend you're doing the analyst work like you were killing it the other night with. All right. I mean, I'm sorry, Dean. I'm doing it to motivate you. No, I'm motivated. I got you. You're right. I was a little, I lacked a little energy. I got Come it. On, man. Yeah. All right, let's, let's do this. this thing. Ready? All right. Three, two, Ebony and Ivory together side by side on my keyboard. Oh Lord, why don't we? Really perfect, dude, dude. I the new re- segment I, is a hit. I, I, hey man, hey guys, listen to me. I want to thank you. I want to thank you guys, and I want to thank uh, everybody for just dealing with that. Oh, I'm yeah, sure they enjoyed I, it. You know, on podcast, when, you know, on the podcast on the fucking button on your phone where it has to, like to skip the thirty. Uh-huh. You know those motherfuckers like, eh, eh, eh. where's Terrence? This is fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, we're having so much fun. I don't mind you guys singing. I'm watching porn while you sing. So you can <laughs> sing as much as you want. <laughs> I just like that you're whacking off to it. 
Uh, <laughs> later on, Dean Thomas, we'll, we'll give a try to a little Post Malone song. Okay. Yeah, we get sued. And we get even like played in the background really low where they can't hear it. Maybe that way it can help us out a little bit. You know, when you put sure. the video up and has the words. I could just put the words on my phone as I'm saying. And I could do it at the same time. And that's what we're going to do towards the end of this. Because God damn, is that fun. Right, Jimmy? I, I'll pl- I don't I disagree. I can't wait. I'm a f- I'm, I, I hope I'm here for it. Um, so I'm listen, I was going to be funny. I have a 45 minute out. <laughs> Dude, Jimmy's got a 15 minute out. But listen, before we get Terrence on, you want to start talking about the fights? We could do that. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not on for another 15 minutes. So we, we have time. No, we, we have to because we're going to talk before and after that. And then sure. we got some more stuff to get into. We, should, we don't talk about the picks. We don't need to get into picks. We just talk about the fights and how much we enjoyed the fights. Are you trying to? Well, first of all, let's just start at the, let's start on the main card right now. Sure. Okay. Or, I mean, actually, we, there's so many to talk about. I mean. Really, really. Do you want to just start on the fight? Loyev, uh, uh, Movzar of Loyev over, over Hakeem Dawadu. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy, it's, 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 he's just a smothering animal. Well, listen, he's really good. You knew, even though Nick, Lentz might be, even though Nick Lentz might be getting a little bit more, you know, he, he was pretty much on the out, outs of his career and the end of his career. But like, you know, for to see him out grapple Nick Lentz prior, that's a good indication of how good this dude is. You know what I mean? Dean Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I see that, I'm like, yo, fucking, uh, that would do is going to have to have that fucking sprawl ready and get those underhooks going because, or else to be able to get off his back because that dude knows how to grapple. Yeah, man, he was all over that would do. And I, I felt bad because like that was one of the fights I was looking forward to the most. And it, you know, just to watch him smother that would do, I thought it would be, I was hoping it'd be a little bit more, you know, back and forth, but I mean, you know, Evloev is just unreal. His grappling is his ability to stick to people is unreal. Yeah. It's like watching Habib. It's it's like one of those where I watch guys like that fight. And as a non-fighter, it just makes me like, Oh, it's suffocating. It, it's like, that's how I would get my ass kicked in a schoolyard, like just be helpless and crumpled on the ground. So when you're watching guys like that, uh, who are just so good at keeping you down and, and smothering you, I, I don't see any kind of good answer for that. If you, if you don't have the, the grappling ability, Th- there's no fast answer to fixing that. No, you, I mean you gotta you gotta have a decent guard because you're probably gonna end up going down. But you gotta have a threatening enough guard to, for him to want to give you space. And Dawadu doesn't have that. So like these guys that are turning their backs to him, he's just sticking to him. So like you gotta have a guard for him to want to not be there. Yeah, I mean you really have to have that down when you're fighting a dude like that. You know what I mean? But really quick. Lauren Murphy versus Joanne Calderwood. I want to know your take on that because that's a dude. That was razor thin. You could easily make a case to where Joanne won that first round and third round, but it was a big round by Lauren Murphy in the second round. And that's where like the scoring is kind of unfair, right? Because like you get two rounds that are close, and then one round that's really big, but then like it goes the other person's way. So like it's kind of hard to determine. Like I really thought at the end of the fight that they were going to give it to Joanne Calderwood. I just thought that the judges would have saw her winning the first round. Like for me, I was like it was close. But I thought the judges might have given it to her just because, like, she looked so clean. But um, I was happy for Lauren. Like, she—that's my. She's a good friend of mine. I yeah. I love working with her. I've worked with her, and I'm happy for her. I think she's got a ton of potential, and I was glad to see her get the win. Yeah, no, I, I am too. But at the same time, I it was. You could see how Joanne could say, "Shit, man! I thought I got that third, and I thought I won the first, and I yeah. got out of that. I got out from bottom on the on, on the second. It's not like it ended with her getting beaten up, right or wrong. She got back out, and she was up, and it ended standing, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was early in the night, dude. We had how many fights after that? But yes, it was close, man. It was close, and uh, I don't know if it was 
I don't know. Yeah, listen, there was some clinch work, done nice work by both girls. Um, I, I, it's, it's, it's good. I, you don't, Joanne, uh, JoJo's Caldwood's uh, stock does, definitely does not go down from a fight like that because it's that close. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. She wasn't, she wasn't dumb. If every round was like that second round, you go, ooh. You know what I mean? But it was fucking close. Jimmy, Jimmy, what do you think? I completely agree with you. And it's always hard with the scoring. I, I never know. I realize I'm bad at scoring fights. Um, either that or there's a judge who's really bad at it because I, I whatever I think like, oh, okay, that's two to one. That's going to be, uh, you know, you know uh, 29, 28. I'm always wrong. So, I mean, I was okay with it going to her, but I wouldn't have been surprised if it went to Joanne either. I, I, I did, I'm not upset about the decision, but it was like, eh, you, you kind of think like, what is it that, what would she have had to do after that second round to have gotten the decision? Do you know what I mean? Like, what would you have to do if you win the first and third round? What do you have to do after a, a second round like that to get the decision? I, there's like, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. Yeah, for me, like, I'm pretty much accurate when I, when I know what the judges think. And for that fight, I thought the judges would have thought that Joanne won that first and third round based on how those rounds looked. I, that's what I thought. So I was a bit surprised when they, when they said uh, – and I was happy. I was, it was a happy surprise. But, again, like, I thought the judges would have given it to Joanne. Hey, man, you, 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 feel, uh, you feel really comfortable – doing that analyst stuff because you're sounding great behind the desk. You sound really good. Thank you. Yeah, I feel comfortable, man. It's pretty, it's pretty um, right up my wheelhouse. You know, it's the stuff that we do anyway, you know, so it's like. It is. But again, again, a lot of guys, when they put that on them and they go, all right, let's go to Dean Thomas. You know, if they go, let's go to fucking Shoney Carter, he might say. Who knows what he'll say? Fucking, if I was in Japan and yada, yada, you know, you fucking, you know, a lot of, not a lot of guys can do it, Dean. It's really, you're doing it really well. You know, and especially you're following Trevor Whitman, who does it very well. So it's not like it's a fucking drop off. It's a different take and it's a intelligent take. And that's the last compliment you're getting for like at least the next 20 minutes. But Dean, is it good? You liking it or no? No, I love it, man. Like it's to me, it's, it's, you know, I get a front row seat and I get to, I get to hang out with John Anik and all them dudes in the back. So like, man, I'm not complaining at all, man. I'm, I love my, I love my job. Yeah, you really, you are. It, it seems like it, it sounds like it's an easy thing to do, but it's not when they go, oh, what do you think? You have to come up with a quick button kind of analysis of something because you know you don't have 10 minutes. Yeah. So I think that's a really, it's almost harder, like, because uh, you have to just kind of come in and give like a, a very compact, succinct analysis that they can go, yeah, great point, and then move back to what they're doing. Well, yeah, so like that, but I, so what I do is I kind of take notes during the rounds so I know what's going on. So that I can like really kind of figure out what, what I want to say when they come. So um, again, like so it makes it easy for me because you're right. Like it has to be succinct. I can't like go on forever. They want 15 to 20 seconds of, of what I think is going on. So I got to just be like, man, it's good. Dude. You know what it is though? It's like keeps you, keeps your adrenaline going a little. Like it's keeps, it's one of those jobs that keeps you, you gotta be focused. You know yeah. what I mean? Focus. Yeah. Yeah. You know how bad I'd be at that, though? Like during the Riddell, uh, uh, Brad Riddell, uh, uh, Drew Dober, uh, uh, incredible fight. I know I would. What do you think? Uh, I mean, look, I mean, Riddell looks good, but shit. I mean, Dober's really got a good chin. And Joe, you raised a good. All right. Thank you. That was great. Like, you know how fucking bad I would be at that? Analysis? I'll tell you, that was a crazy fight, though. Yeah. Though. Oh, my God. That was man. That was probably my favorite fight of the night. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that was uh that was insane. And it came, and I, I feel for Drew Dober, man. 
Yeah. Because it, it might have literally came down to the last exchange. It was that close. It might have ended up that like he got a little better towards the end, Riddell, and that's when it ended on a high note for him. And I think that might have been the difference because he wasn't – it was that close, dude. They were in – I don't know. I mean, I thought it was that close. What about you guys? Man, you know, the chins on both of those guys. Yeah. Like, cause think, yeah. I mean, these guys have knockout power and they were all like, they was getting dazed yeah. coming back. Like it was amazing to watch that live, like up close and personal. I was like, what was he landing? The overhand, right? Was that was what kept connecting to Dober? Uh, Riddell's yeah, overhand, was, right? There was a right hand. Was, yeah. Yeah. Oof. You know, not to jump all over the place. I, I enjoy Steven Peterson did a great job beating Chase Cooper, Chase Cooper, but I still love fucking Chase Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he might need some work on the striking stuff, but I like those guys that have a certain style to them where he's like clingy. I don't mind guys going to the floor when it's effective. It wasn't, I mean, he got some good positions, but not enough to finish. But there's other times where he does finish. And then we're going to get to later on, which a fight where, and again, we're jumping, I'm jumping all over the place, but Paul Craig pulling guard similar to Chase and had amazing success. You know what I mean? So I feel there are times people think that's a big no, no. And usually it isn't, but sometimes you guys, sometimes it'll, if you're that good on bottom, it could work out for you. You know what the funny thing about that, Matt is like, I was talking to safe Saud prior to that Steven Peterson, Chase Hooper fight. And I said, yeah, you know, I got to do is keep it on the feet. And safe said to me, he said, you're going to be how you're going to be surprised how good Steven Peterson is on the ground. No one knows how good he is on the ground. And I was like, man, this could be a mistake. It proved not to be a mistake because Steven Peterson won that fight really kind of on the ground for the most part. Yeah, man, where, listen, if they're grappling in, in, the, uh, in the academy, you know, who, um, Chase would probably, you know, uh, who knows? Who knows how yeah, it would go? Yeah, like if when there's some strikes involved, yeah. some stri- even those small elbows, it makes mm-hmm. a difference. Yeah. You soften them up a little bit. And Chase also needs to kind of add that into his arsenal when he yeah, gets he has out. none of that. Yeah, he, he's strictly looking for the submission. And even though there's a beauty to it, you gotta be you gotta be a little brutal. And one elbow can make all the difference. Yeah. I felt great reclaiming guard. I'm like, all right, this is kind of the same old thing with George St. Pierre the second fight. One elbow to my fucking eye socket kind of changed shit a little bit. It was like such a bad one. I'm like, ah, this is different. You know, and then it changes you to force you to do things you normally wouldn't do, you know, in class or, you yeah. know, whatever, you know, give you a backup, go to all fours and whatever else. So I remember that when I was fighting uh, uh, Josh Near and I was in my guard, man, and he elbowed me in my face and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I could hear yeah. it. It was like, pow. I was like, damn, what was that? I was what like, the fuck was that? <laughs> Is that legal? That's fucking crazy, man. No, yeah. listen, it was a great, not a great night of fights. I know the audience was a little. Uh, they would give it uh, Eric Anders and uh, yeah, Darren Stewart, Darren shit. Stewart right? But uh, hey, that was a great back and forth. But nah, I'm not a great fight in general. I mean, there was times where it was dull up against the cage, but right, yeah. you know, there's guys that they both needed that win, and it was it, it, the first one was uh, it was the no contest. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and that was a bond burn up until it. So. It's funny how a second fight could just be totally different. But again, you know, I think it was a just decision, but it was close up until then. You know what I mean? It came down to that third round also. Yeah. You know? But you know how it is, man. When two guys fight and they know how dangerous the other guy is, 
It's like they're like, all right, I'm going to take this a little bit more cautious than the first time. And both of them decided to be more cautious, which is why it looked like that. Yeah. Adesanya, um, uh, you all Romero. That was kind of like that fight where they were both being so overcautious out of respect for each other's uh, ability. In Ganu, Derek Lewis. Yeah, for sure. Kind of fight. Yeah. Hey, man, dude, shit happens. Sometimes guys get gun shy. It's yeah. a tough fucking game. All right, listen, well, we have a couple of minutes. Since you guys want to know what the fuck I did this weekend. Yeah, you, I mean, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, what did you do? oh, guys, I was asking you what you did. You never, oh, you're asking me? Yeah. You yeah. Know what the fuck I, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you. I went to my, uh, I went upstate to the, um, it's up by fucking, not, what is it, Bear Mountain over there, Jimmy? You know where that yes. is? Corn, Cornwall? Upstate New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cornwall, New York, yeah. Cornwall, yeah. My my uh, my nephew, Sergio, my godson. Congratulations, he got married. Sergio Castellano to his beautiful uh, wife now, Nicole. Great outdoor wedding. It was fucking cool. We had a good time. Me and my family on the dance floor. Uh, grabbed that chiropractor that he has up there. I grabbed his fucking vape pen. But listen to me. The point is this. I want to talk about the band, the Amish Outlaws. These motherfuckers were great. It was a bunch of dudes that looked like middle-aged Amish guys, but they looked kind of badass. They didn't look like just regular guys. That they were outlaws. Badass. Yeah. Dude, everything from fucking Dr. Dre to fucking, I mean, they had everything. Wait a minute. To, to, to fucking Grease Lightning. The, Wait, the Amish hey, outlaws did Dr. Dre. I, I would like to hear the Amish hey, outlaws. The, doing I'm, Dr. Dre. <laughs> I'm plugging them. I'm plugging them right now. And I feel bad because I asked my brother-in-law afterwards. I go, yo, man, that band was fucking great. He goes, yeah, yeah. They asked if that was you. And uh, I said, yeah, you want me to introduce you? And he goes, they go, nah, they don't. People get weird at these type of things. I go, dude, I would have loved. Those guys were phenomenal. The Amish outlaws, Dean Thomas, the hats, they were fucking badass. How the fuck do the Amish Whoa. outlaws? You can find them on, on Instagram, the Amish outlaws. Tell them Matt Sarah sent you. Yo, but how do they know Dr. Drake? What are they doing listening to music? Dude, I don't That's even a great point. I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about it. All I know is they were fucking good. And the Sarah family had a blast. <laughs> Congrats, Sergio Castellano. I love you. My yeah, godson. It's kind of good. Don't get me emotional. Why? You see, some- you know, Jimmy, 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 cut the shit. He's like, look, look, look. he sees when I get a little emotional, Jimmy tries what? to get out of me like a, sh- a little shitty bird, Barbara Walters. Fuck no, you, I Jimmy. think it's good. I'm not going to do it. No. You had a good time at the wedding. You see somebody you love becoming, uh, uh, venturing off into their own life, and, and you have this beautiful day. It was a beautiful day, but he's a good kid. He's my godson. And uh, it's funny because, yes, you know, my sister got started early. Right. Fuck. Anyway, but she's she's great. But she got started early with the kids. So fucking, you know, I was 15 when I became a fucking a godfather. Yeah. No, 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 no. I was 17. She he came a couple of years later after his older brother. But anyway, it's a beautiful thing. It's the circle of life, Jimmy. Yeah. You know? Hey, Jimmy, are we going to have one of those watch parties at your house? I don't know if we're going to do it at my house. We are going to do one. I just don't know where. I thought you were saying we were going to do it at your house. No, I said uh, wherever you I, I said you might even have more room because you have a basement. Oh, I'm not having it at my house. <laughs> you know <what> to- <laughs> I don't know if I have what they need. We could do it at my house. I don't care. Hey, cut this out. I don't want this to be aired. Just kidding. Listen, all I know is 
the UFC Unfiltered Podcast Karaoke. Dean Thomas, ready? Uh, uh, uh. Hold on. Uh, uh, uh. He doesn't want to play. He doesn't have to play. Ready? Yeah. Uh, Circles by Post Malone. Okay? Wait, we were going to close with that, though. You can't do that in the middle. That's the highlight. I'm sorry. You're right. That's the highlight. You're talking about No, 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 no. You're right. We should, we, I pushed it. Let's keep the people in suspense. Yes, because you, you want to open and close Jimmy, with the karaoke. You gotta, don't you dare leave and we're doing it, please. No, I, I wouldn't need, dare. All right. Well, right. Let's keep everybody in a little suspense. That's how you close. That's the best way to close it. And by the way, and, and I don't like to get into picks, and you know that, Matt. I don't ever discuss them. The fact is, I you didn't want to. Yeah, I inadvertently made a mistake and thought that uh, Craig was going to win a decision uh, but he did, in fact, win uh, with that first round TKO. His arm is not broken, Jamal Hill, by the way. He said it was just badly dislocated. And the referee said he thought it was a great idea to wait an hour and 20 minutes to stop the fight while it flopped around like that. You got to give Jamal Hill some credit for just yeah. not, you know, he's far from a biatch. He did not. Yeah, no doubt he's about no that. Punk. He is no punk. He's eight and one now. That was his first loss. Yeah. Tough, tough. And run. he went in there with the swagger. Yep. T- you know what I mean? Of an unde- undefeated fighter. Taking his hat off like me, Joe Green, giving the jerseys, taking it out, put on a kid's head. Walking with that swagger. Walking with that fucking swagger. This is a brutal game. I know. Do you know why? Why? Because listen, know why? Why? Because it started like fucking this, taking the hat off. And the next thing you know, it's a fucking goddamn fucking mess. Well, my I know. Kids my kids are on Zoom downstairs. I got to calm down. Yeah. You're going to call the social services at my house. They don't know what's going on. I was playing my video games earlier, guys, and my wife is out kickboxing, so I'm watching the kids. It's like a tap on my, my shoulder because they're in the other room, but they sometimes they're off speaker. So what they hear, what they what the, what the students might hear in the Zoom is, where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is he? And I'm fucking, I'm looking to snipe this cocksucker. And that's what they hear. So I hear... My little Sophie, I, I I take the thing up, I look down, and she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, kid. Anyway, I listen. Terrence is ready. To, <laughs> Terrence is ready to get in. Let's let's meet Terrence. Okay. <laughs> How do we end up here? You put in the work training at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go. You push your body to the limit. Now, maximize your results. Discover how to unlock your inner champion with Thorne's high-performance sports nutrition line. With the most comprehensive line of NSF certified for sport products on the market, Thorne is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition. With pre-built fitness bundles like Thorne's training bundle, you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level. Don't trust your body to anything else. Choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports. Choose Thorne, the official sports performance nutrition partner of the UFC. Visit Thorne.com and use the promo code UFC10. That's T-E-N for 10% off. That's promo code UFC10 and you get 10% off. And Matt and I get the credit and that's all that matters. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Letters. There he is! What's up, Terrence? What's up, you guys? Uh, what up, Tom? Terrence, how old are you, Terrence? You look so young. I'm 26. Yeah, I asked him the same thing on Friday. They are carding him everywhere. Congratulations. I mean, uh, you, how did you see that fight going? I'm sure you saw yourself winning, but not in seven seconds. Um, what we were planning on doing is just, because uh, my coach been telling me, you can knock people out, you got to hit So what we are planning on doing this fight is just, just letting the hand fly for like the first three minutes and just getting settled in. But I watched a lot of his fights and like, I know if he gets hit clean, I'll be able to knock him out. But this isn't the first time you finish somebody quick, man. You have a several quick knockouts. Yes. Yeah, I do. Now, what is, I mean, is that due to your accuracy? Do you get the same thing? In, I mean, I'm sure you're not killing your sparring partners. I mean, you got to work with them. But is this something that you always had, this accuracy? Um. Yeah. I, even before I ever, like, started training, like, whenever I got in a fight, I could always land, like, clean because I was just like always just accurate puncher so like I just I just had to start believing my hands like like in the street I always do hands but I'm in the fight I was like um oh, wait till I just because these guys might be filthy too so I was like I'm wait till I have like more clean striking but yeah and, and Terrence I'm looking at your uh you you've had uh I guess it's 15 fights including your amateur uh, fight and only twice have you been out of the uh into the you've been in the third round once in the second round once, am I crazy to say every other fight has ended in the first round, whether they were wins or losses? Um, you really do not go long in fights. Are, are you concerned at all about going deep with these guys in the UFC, that, you know, second and third round of a grueling fight, what the cardio will be like? Uh, I'm not worried about that. I, I do a lot of 10-round sparring at the gym. Like, that's like our thing out there. And I do a lot of mitts. So if I have to throw hands or wrestle, like I have a wrestling practice as well that we do, like, I think I'll do just fine. I'll be ready for wherever the fight goes. But I know, like, God bless me with tremendous powers in my limbs. Like, if I land flush, I know I can put any person out. Yeah, Michael Chiesa said that said you was bananas. Rick Little said you were one of the best athletes he's ever seen. And, I mean, he's trained a lot of good dudes. So did you play other sports, or what do you attribute that athleticism to? Uh, I started uh, – I did wrestling in high school. I was uh, – two-time state champion and I took third my sophomore year and I really didn't start taking wrestling serious till I was like a freshman like I did like uh wrestling in like middle school and eighth grade but I did, I was got in trouble a lot so I was like kicked off the whole time I only got to wrestle like the final thing but yeah I fell in love with it once I was in high school and uh can you talk about the celebration um what happened after because Johnny Walker had injured himself uh celebrating after and I'm, I'm sure it's 
hard not to with such adrenaline going. Uh, but what exactly did you do and what, what was the result of it? I think what happened is because I, I have a rod in my leg and I was just so focused. Like once I looked at the sky, you know, I, was, I felt like I was like it was just me and God connected right there. And I was like spaced out about the landing part. And as I was falling down, I, I landed on my leg weird. And I think it like shifted the rod in my leg. And what's the, uh, sorry, what, yeah, two questions. One is why do you have a rod in your leg? And second, what uh, was the result of that? Are you injured now? Are you out for a little while? Do you need to rehabilitate it or what has to be done? I'm definitely going to have to get some physical therapy for sure, but I'm walking right now. So. Okay. The rod in your leg was from a previous injury. Yeah, I, I broke my leg like Anderson Silva in a fight. Oh, shit. Like Weidman? Yeah, but I kept fighting. I, I secured a double leg takedown off the broken leg. How'd you? And then what? So, um, and then the kid kind of scrambled up, and I got between his legs, and I was like, ref, my leg's broken. I guess the ref couldn't tell, but I knew it was broke right away as soon as it happened. Oh, my God, bro. And how was the how was the how, how long did it take you to come back and recover? And how was the uh, I fought again in six months. So there's your problem right there. <laughs> no, no, my mom was making me take all kinds of crazy stuff. Some things I never even heard of. Like I healed very, very good and very fast. Like I was taking everything I need to, probably drinking like almost two gallons a day. So is your mom uh is she into like um like uh, like alternative medicines or is she, is she a doctor or does she just have like, some people just have really good knowledge of things that help you heal. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I would say that. And like, she does her research. Mom's a very smart woman. Can I ask you, are you hesitant now to throw that kick? Uh, no, I already, I already got like a knockout with my broken leg. Like at first I was worried about it. Like when I first started, but after a while I just like stopped caring about it. Do you almost like forget that you have it or you always do you feel it a lot? Like in like it's a rainy uh, day? I don't I don't feel it at all really. So I've I I didn't wasn't even thinking about it much, but you know, when I look down, I still see the scars there. I still know. There you go. And you uh you obviously you know you have a very interesting uh past. Um what what exactly I know you almost died a couple of different times. What happened? Um were were you uh doing drugs or what were you doing stuff you shouldn't have been doing? Yeah, I was at a party and I was drinking. I took like a bio acid, like over and ate the shrooms that night. And what happened to OD? Uh, a lot of crazy things happened. Like, 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 started seeing demons. And like, when I started praying, like, I, I swear they started making me speak a whole different language. Like, I wasn't even speaking English. So I had to start praying in my head. And then when I stood up, like, they shut my body down. I like, I literally had to, I literally had to watch myself fall through a window and I couldn't stop it. So wait, you fell through a window. You were, you were fucked up. You fell through a window and what type of injuries did you sustain or, or what happened? Uh, I just had to get stitches. I was just bleeding all over my face. How far did you fall though? No, say, say like, it was just like a window, like, uh, like at your house, man. And I had like, I couldn't even stop my body. Like as soon as I stood up to like show that I'm not afraid of the demon, right? Like as soon as I stood up, my body just got shut down. And I like fell into the window, like slow motion, fell right through it. And after that, I'm pretty sure I had knocked out. That's a that's a ten eight for the demon. That's a, you're not used to getting a ten eight round, are you, there, Terrence? Maybe stay away. Maybe stay away from those mushrooms. I don't know. Yeah, for oh, sure. It's not like the Diaz brothers with the fucking weed. That might help them. This might fuck with you. You know, shit. I don't fuck with those. Listen, anything that alters the fucking mind. People are like, yeah, the shrooms. You. You know, talk about seeing God. I don't know, man. It just scares me. You know, 
Didn't didn't an MMA fighter one time like low level guy like was taking some shrooms and he ate somebody's face and shit. <laughs> I, I, think bath bath salt. Salt. I think that was a bath salt. Bath salts. Oh, bath salts. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I think for all the kids growing, don't go harder than weed. It's legal. Uh, don't go yeah, harder. That's I'm, my thing. Don't go harder than that. I don't think there's weed. Stay stuff that's safe for sure. Mm. Where did you grow up, Terrence? Uh, I was born in Chicago. I lived in, but I left there like in two years. Then I lived in Lionsville, Alabama until I was like 10 or 11. And then I moved to Atlanta, Georgia for a little bit. And then I went to Germany, Frankensburg. So my mom's in the military. Oh, wow. And then the, my final destination was Davenport, Washington. I moved to Spokane, Washington, like, super quick, like, six months out of Davenport. And then, like, I've been in Spokane ever since. And the only time I really left was, like, for wrestling or if I went to college somewhere out of state. Oh, your mom was what branch of the service? Army. Now, when you when you have to, when you're one of your parents, my father's Army Reserve, so we never had to travel. He'd just go away for a couple of weeks active duty a year. What is it like to have to uproot and leave the country? And, and do you have to learn a whole new language or you have to just abandon all your friends? Or how does that work? Uh, I never had, like, a problem, like, getting friends. So, like, it just got easy. At first, it was kind of weird for me because I was, like, shy a little bit. But, like, after a while, after doing it so many times, it just got easier. And then we had, we did, like, there, like, Soon as like you're in like fourth or fifth grade, you got to start. You they teach a second language. Like we're learning like German stuff out there right away. Like we had to see like Fairbrook, Dolevu, something like that. Like we had to like. I remember some little things out isn't there that, that French? I was learning. Wait, isn't that some of, it was some of it was French too? It was weird. Like they would teach it all out there. It was crazy. Yeah, Fairbrook, Dolevu. Yeah, that was a song. They taught me that in French too. Uh, yeah. I hated that song too. Fra Jaca. It's a fucking terrible song. <laughs> how does terrible. it go, Jimmy? Jimmy, how does I, it go? I don't write Fra Jaca. Yeah, it's a terrible Sunny Lemon something like that. Yeah, it's an awful, yeah, yeah. awful unfiltered yeah. karaoke. Yeah, yeah Jimmy? it's a terrible song. I hated it. Hey Terrence, <laughs> you ever eat the uh, the deep dish pizza in Chicago or no? Uh no, but I do love Church's chicken out there. Oh, what is that? Turkish chicken. You never been to Church of Chicken, dog? Churches. You gotta go. It slaps. You said churches. What is it? Like churches? Never heard of it no, yeah. I never had it. No, is that a Chicago? It's is that a, pretty no, big now. Oh, it's but is that more of a Chicago thing? Like guys in Chicago know about it? Yeah, they know about churches chicken for sure. Yeah, churches oh. chicken is good. Oh, okay. Yeah, slap. I love them honey biscuits they got. <laughs> it's great, man. The kids tell us it's been all around the world. I'm like, did you ever try to deep dish pizza? That's what I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I almost died twice. Hey, man, Matt, he ain't no better. He's been all over the world and he's impressed by Church's chicken. <laughs> Good, man. I just love me some chicken, bro. You must have been. Ex were you expecting this call for the UFC? Because you took this on what? How many days' notice? Uh, I just fought eight days ago. I took it like probably on like that this week, same as last week. Tell us about the phone call, man. How'd you hear about it? I didn't hear about the call. Like, actually, I, my management handled it. I'm with Jason House and Irene Sports Agency. So they just called me like on Tuesday, and then I flew out that same day. Shit, man. Damn. Were you, how were you? Were you just like, shit, man, this is fucking it? This, are you psyched or what? Um, yeah, I was super excited. There was no question. I was like, I'm already in shape and I'm already kind of like, I already fought. And I was like, 
Let's do it. Do you think that was helpful for you? Like, cause a lot of guys, when they have enough lead up time to think about it, and this was almost, there's no time to think it's just, okay, I have a few days to get ready, cut weight and then fight. Did, did you kind of like the fact that there was not a whole lot of time to think of the magnitude, especially in the card they were putting you on? You just kind of had to react and do it. Uh, I don't think it would have mattered either way. Like this is something I've always been dreaming, dreaming of. And I just, I trusted in God. Like I'd said my prayers and, you know, and I just knew he had, had my back, you know, and I feel like this is my season to take over. And how was it talking to Joe in the octagon? I'm sure you've watched UFC. And what did it feel like to, you know, here you are standing with, you know, after a, a seven second knockout, how was that talking to Rogan? Oh man, dude, it was such a pleasure, man. It was so sick that he came out for me, man. I was like, hell yeah, man. Oh, does he not always, I guess, does, do, do fighters not know if Joe's going to come out? Doesn't he usually come out or are there times where if, I guess if it's no, a quick turnaround? I thought he only comes out during like the main part. Because everyone was telling me he didn't come out at all to like my fight. So I was like, oh, it was okay. such an honor. Well, shoot, man, you broke the record for like the fastest knockout, no? I had I to. Maybe fastest lightweight, I think, right? Because I think fastest knockout at lightweight. But I, I, I honestly, when I watch it, I think it was quicker than seven seconds, to be honest. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. Yeah, I just don't I just didn't think the ref realized like he was out out when I when he hit the ground. And listen, Maddie's a guy that trains by me too. He's a durable guy. So it's like Yeah, he's tough it, as nails, man. Tough. I was I was like, I I was expecting to go quite a while, honestly. You know, but I'll tell you, man, for your first time in there, it did not look like your first time in it. I'm talking about walking to the cage. You looked, as far as nerves, you looked great. You looked level, man. You look good. Thanks, brother. Did you get the bonus? You got the bonus, right? Um, They said unofficial, but we'll see what Dana blesses me with. That's the best way to do it. Look at him. He's a nice kid. He's, at, yeah. he's not like, yo, I didn't get no money yet. But he's like, hey, listen. You know, we'll see what they give me. They're probably going to, you know, in other words, probably check didn't come through yet. So he's probably like, <clears throat> you know, without being a dick about it, you know, it's good. Terrence. And he said, Dana blesses me because how, how does Dana turn that down? I mean, if you're Dana and you hear that, you go, you're saying it in such a nice way. He's going to probably feel like he probably should do it. And you earned it. It's deserving. Man. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like you took this fight on five days. I think I was the only one with a knockout that night anyway. So let me see. You might be right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamal Hill was a uh, a stoppage. Yeah, I mean, you took this fight on five days. You go in there and you knock a guy out in seven seconds. I mean, that's the type of guy to get Dana Light, somebody who really takes chances. And like you took the chance and you went out there and did your thing. I mean, to me, it only makes sense that I thought that you should have got the official bonus, to be honest. I mean, I was right up there, right, right with you. Yeah, well, I, I believe so too, man. But you know, um, I'm just still happy that I got to go out there and perform it that way, man. I'm just real grateful to God, man. Like that's all I really asked for. I couldn't ask for anything more. Like if I, even if I don't get a crazy bonus, like I'm just happy. I got to make a statement like that. And you took no damage whatsoever. So you're ready for a quick turnaround. I mean, you, you, you could probably fight again, uh, you know, whenever they need you to. Uh, I'm trying to fight. Like by the time September hits, I'm going to strengthen my legs a little bit more and the then I'll be ready to go. I yeah. forgot about the leg. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's something. So again, like Johnny Walker, I hope you, you don't you don't celebrate like that again. Like one time, uh, you messed up a little bit, but it could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been worse. So uh, no more cage jump for me. I just thought we'd get fine if I jumped on a cage. So I was like, oh, I better stop because I remember they said no one jumping on a cage. So I was like, ah, oh. like I, I it was like a quick dog. Oh, stop! And then like I landed weird because I was focused on not climbing on the cage after. See, man, this is the type of shit I'm talking about, man. 
My man does a little little celebration and tears his knee. Valentina Shevchenko do that goddamn dance and don't nothing ever happen to her. That's right. Oh, Michael Chandler <laughs> does like the Superfly snooker backwards shit. He yeah, does, nothing ever happened to them. You know, man, one day Michael Chandler's he's gonna land on somebody or some shit and take out like the ref fucking <laughs> guy. You know, hey Terrence, besides fighting for the people at home, you, what do you what do you like to do? Give us a hobby you like to do. Um. Usually when I'm home, we always just watch random movies. I just watched the new Conjuring, and it was pretty decent. Oh, you like the horror movie? Is that like in theaters, but it's released on like uh, you, you can you can rent it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. The first one scared the shit out of me. The second one got a little weird with that yeah. big, tall, skinny thing. I was like, that I didn't really need that guy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> part three, I'm gonna watch. Do you recommend it, or was it terrible? Um, I think it was good. I think I was give it like an eight. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Now, after you fight, uh, you're such an amazing, again, I'm sure you're on such a high after such a great performance. Do you watch the rest of the fights? Do you hang out and just kind of enjoy the rest of the night and and see the rest of the fights? Did you watch the rest of the card? Um, I didn't watch the rest of the card. I went and just really spent time with my family and just, you know, show them I enjoyed them. Got them food and everything. It was nice to bless my mom and pay for everything and buy her to fight, you know. Ah, that's nice. Well, look, buddy, we will definitely be seeing you again um, after such an exciting win. Hopefully your leg is is fine. I'm sure it is. And we'll see maybe in September. But we'd love to talk to you again uh, before your next fight. And I'm sure it will come whenever you're ready for it to come. Uh, Sweet, guys. I'd love to be back on the show with you guys. And I just want to thank you guys for your time and give me the opportunity to come on the show. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Nice. What a nice kid. Yeah, nice dude. Yeah, really nice. And uh, I didn't realize how many fights he'd had. Like, again, he's 11 and three overall, plus one amateur fight. Uh, never, no decisions. Zero decisions in uh, 15 fights, 14 and, and, and one amateur. It's crazy. Um, Matt, we should discuss what two. We, we've talked about Jamal Hill, uh, who, who said his ground game was underrated. But again, it's kind of hard and that fast to get a, a real feel for it. We, what do you think of... Uh, Vittori and uh, Adesanya. We might as well just oh, jump right there. Let's go right into it. Yes. Uh, um, I thought that Israel Adesanya, seemed, he fought, he was excellent. He was fucking excellent everywhere. And it was very impressive how the fight basically started with, with uh, Marvin on top by catching that first kick. I thought this is a fucking bad start. And then for him to get out and get up and be no worse to wear and then to start putting it on him 
and getting away from the uh, – his takedown defense was on point. And when he did take it down, he's able to reverse situation. I liked how when he said – and you could hear him saying this, how when he escaped the back, he felt very calm when Marvin had his back. And when he escaped, he got on top, but both hands on his neck stood over him, and he said, you're scared, aren't you? Or something, pretty much, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a little, but you're scared, ain't you? Something like that. And he said he saw, he said he took his soul out of his eyes. He, saw, he said he'll never forget that look in Marvin Vittori's eyes. So I thought that was pretty deep. And I thought, I thought he just looked, he just looked like a fucking monster in there, man. Adesanya was better than he, maybe, maybe Adesanya was better on the floor. And this is the most impressive win I think I've seen him have. I mean, Acosta was amazing, but after losing on the floor, to Jan Blahovich the way he did, to have a, another devastating ground fighter and to have ch- such a difference in his ability to... And again, uh, Vittoria doesn't hit as hard as Blahovich and he's probably not as strong on the ground, but I was extremely impressed with his ability to get up and to stay off the ground, and he didn't let the same thing happen twice. Yeah, I broke this, I broke this fight down on Inside the Octagon with John Gooden, and I, not to my own horn, but I pretty much nailed what I thought would ha- could was a possibility to happen. But it, Israel exceeded my expectations with his movement. Like his movement was so on point in terms of how he was making Marvin Vittori miss and just frustrating him and then making him take bad shots, which helped his takedown, his takedown defense. He, I mean, it, but even when Marvin would get in deep, man, he just used that cage so effectively and spread himself out so, so wide that Marvin could never chain his wrestling together and get a clean shot off on him. But so... Israel just had an amazing fight, man. Like he just, he was totally on and it might have to do with something that he said, talking about his breathing, his breathing put him in a state where he was so focused and so concentrated on his game plan that Marvin could never get going. And what do you think about the, uh, the effect that, that he started with a lot of those low leg kicks? I wonder how much that affected Marvin's ability or his mobility in, because he, he seemed like he was having great success and they were just saying he's not checking any of them. Uh, and he landed a lot of them early. I think he's a bull. I think he's a fucking bull. And I think Marvin Vittori is so, like, thick in the head. And I mean that in a good way. Because even afterwards, he didn't even think he lost until probably yeah. they really sat him down backstage and said, no, dude, you're lost. But in the cage, he's like, he's just got a, he's like, he's kind of like a Terminator, man. It's hard to stop. So he'll keep coming. And it's almost like, it's like, yo, it's like, he doesn't get that he's losing. He's just going to keep doing the fucking. So it's like, I don't know, man. In his mind, he probably was just thinking of the stuff he did right. Whereas other guys, when they lost, they or they went after the fight, they're thinking of all the stuff or all the times they got touched or all the times they, the things they did wrong. He might be thinking of the stuff he did right. But he, I don't know how in his mind he thought that he won that fight. Yeah, you know, Matt, you're right. There's something to that. When I fought my last fight against Georgie Karakanyan, he would, kept kicking me in my legs, but it wasn't really hurting me that bad. So I didn't th- even think about checking him. Yeah. And that might have been what was happening to him. Is it like he was so focused on trying to get his hands on Israel and just trying to touch him that he wasn't realizing that he was getting down on points, that he wasn't effective offensively and just getting scored on. He didn't even see that coming. He was going forward the whole time. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. trying to get him, but he just wasn't getting him. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to watch that fight to realize it. Oh, wow, look, I'm getting scored on. Because yeah. in the moment he didn't feel he didn't realize it. Yeah, no, he did. That's a good point. Maybe he didn't. Maybe the way he wasn't being hurt by it, so he's looking at it like this is not really uh, this is not amounting to anything. And what do you think too? I, and and I'm, we're going to get to the co-main too. Edwards Diaz, uh, a tremendous, tremendous fight, very, very dominant. 
by Leon up until that last uh, round where, you know, again, it's Nate Diaz. He caught him. Um, but I, I really, for a second there, thought that uh, Edwards was finished after fighting a masterful first four rounds, four and a half rounds. Well, you, it's amazing. Listen, when you listen to Diaz talk, they don't, they almost look at it like a pride fight. Like how a fight, though it's not how it starts, or it's look how it ends, because that's an indication of where it's going. Almost like what's more of like a street fight. That's how they look at it. He goes, "Yo," he even said in the post-fight press conference, he goes, "Yo," in a street fight or a fight to the death, he's toast, man. He was fucking sleepwalking. He even he said that, and he was. I mean, that's how they look at it, because they're like real fighters, real martial artists. Yeah, you outpointed me. But if this was us, me, you locked in a fucking warehouse, who the fuck's getting out of that thing? You know what I mean? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just by ourselves somewhere. So it's like, that's how they look at it. So that's, you don't see that desperation and them doing stupid shit, trying to finish. Like, you don't hear that. Oh, man, you need to take him out this round. You don't hear a lot of that in the third round. They're just fighting that fight, looking to get at him and take him out every round. And they could fight hundred rounds to do it, even though they only got fucking five. You know what I mean? So it really makes you look, differently at Nate Diaz's lost the game bread because of the cut because people are like, Oh, it would have been, he was getting handled or whatever it was, or what look, the same thing could have happened. He could have took, landed some shots at him later. He does not, he doesn't falter. He doesn't, he doesn't all of a sudden, all right, man, well now he, he's also tied in the fifth. No, he's just as dangerous landing those strikes in the fifth as the first. And when you see the way he set that up, it was a fucking left hook smack. It was a smack punch. It was a, the right hand. It was the right and left, right? He hit him with the left. No, yeah, no, no. Yes, right? It was the left hand. Yes. And he did bop, the smack, and, but it was a smack. It was yeah. he smacked him, and then he did the straight. Mm-hmm. And so it was beautiful. So, I mean, it was all technique. And that's he, he has the same ability to do that from the first minute of the fight to the last. Like he showed that, so that's why these Diaz brothers are so dangerous. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, like they don't have—they're not like athletes. You know what I'm saying? They don't come from that background where they're like trying to out athlete athletic anybody. They're—you're like you said, they're warriors, and you have to respect them for that. So like they're going out there to absolutely fight you, and that's mm-hmm. what they like. They're not—they don't care about like getting points and getting on top of you and holding you for a round. They're trying to hurt you. Also, Dean, what I like is instead of them just trying to get to him like in a traditional kickboxing stance and try to go, they, he, they, he was, it reminded me a little bit, not totally, of some stuff like Nick Diaz would do during like maybe his fight with uh, Anderson Silver or yeah, Colin. Sure. They do some awkward stuff. Like they'll look away, then they'll go yeah. back at him. They'll fucking show their back. They'll, but it's, and it, it's almost like, 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 like baiting a guy to, to do something stupid. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's very, it's real. It's, it's, it's strategic more than just being fucking goofy. It's not, it's fucking strategic. You know yeah. what I mean? So I fucking love it. I love it. Cause it's like, yo, what the fuck? Nate's doing this. He's showing his back. And then he's coming back at him straight down the middle. And he's, he's giving him a look that he's probably never seen before. You know yeah. what I mean? Like and to that, get out of his rhythm. Yes. That enabled him to land that shot. That's what made him, Land that shot to in that fucking final round. You also got to credit Edwards too, though. You got to credit Edwards when he was that dazed to know what to do to get a hold of him because Diaz really did have him walking like a zombie, and he still wasn't able to finish him. Which Edwards just did the right thing and got a hold of him. But you got to credit Edwards for that too, for not uh, you know allowing himself to be finished. 
Yeah, I hit Leon up afterwards because he has a bad tendency to allow that to happen in fights. And that's why I thought uh, Nate would always have a chance in this fight because if you look at some of Edwards' fights like against Gunnar Nelson and Brian Barberina, he loses focus at the end of fights. And he allows people to, to have confidence. And Nate Diaz is the wrong dude to allow to have confidence at the end of a fight because he's never going to go away. Like he took a beating for four rounds. And you would never know it other than the way he looked. But, like, the way he carried himself and his body language was coming forward. And he just was still, at the end of the round, still like, <laughs> like you just never knew that he was losing that fight. You're not going to discourage him. No. You're not discouraging him, you know? So uh, that's what people love about him. And they put on a, he puts on a show. And it's funny, because even though he lost that fight, Dude, his stock didn't go down one iota no. because of that punch. That punch, is a, there's pictures everywhere of Leon looking cross-eyed. Meanwhile, you can get tons of pictures of him on top doing this and that, but nothing was as dramatic or made you get or ate me. How many people got off the couch for that fucking shit? I did. That was the moment of the night. Like being there live, that was the moment of the night, the fifth round in that fight. And and that and because he had that, listen. I this is what I love about Diaz, man. He's got the name already. You put him in there versus pretty much anybody. People are gonna come see him. You know what I mean? But the fact that he goes for the guy, he went for Gamebridge. Now he's going for fucking Leon Edwards, the number one guys he's going for, the top, the very top. He's not getting anything underneath him. The guys that nobody wants to fight. That's the guy he's he he wants to fight. That can you know what I mean? It's it's it's. It's amazing. I love it. A guy and, and Diaz is a guy at 170 that spent most of his career at 155. He won tough at 155. He's a 155er, but now he got older. It's probably even better for him at 170. But you know, Leon Edwards ain't going. I don't. That guy, I don't think, is making one. He got to cut a fucking couple of limbs off. He's not making 155. He's a big. He's a big 170. He's bigger than he was bigger than eight. Dude, he only lost to fucking Kamar Usman in the UFC, the champion. He's on the one. The, the, I don't know what streak it is. This, nine fights, fights now. Ten fights this, now. I think. Oh wait, Bilal. Let I me mean, let me see if it's ten, nine or ten fight. I think I want to say it's ten fight. And 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 you know, Bilal's was the last fight. The, the no contest. Let me see here. Bilal don't like it. Yo, how about Bilal's single leg defense? Yeah, man, tremendous. He's on a ten fight balance. streak, by the way. I mean, ten uh, fights. Thank ten you. Fight. Yeah. Damn, bro. Yeah, Bilal looked great. Um, and again, Damian Maya was just going for that left leg and going for that le left leg. And, and Bilal was just ready for it. He was just ready for yeah, it. But, but a lot of guys that were ready for it and know what he's going to do when he does it anyway. So, I mean, that was amazing, his defense. And, uh, you know, Damian Maya just, you know, I, I, I can, I'll always watch that guy fight. But, you know, I think they're pretty much indicating that because he's 44. That he right. Out. You know what I mean? So if he does walk away... You know, you know, he's, you know, he's had a fucking amazing career, you know. And he, by the way, I, I always thought Tyron, even though Damon, Dana gave him some shit for throwing fewer punches, the Tyron's defense against uh, Damian Maya, I, I thought Tyron deserved more credit for that um, because I think he totally shut him out. Uh, for takes times. It was 26. Yeah. And I thought he never got enough credit for that because it is stopping takedown defense is not as exciting to watch, but I, I always thought he should have got more credit for that, uh, for, for totally shutting out Damian Maya. Well, I mean, listen, Maya did a fucking Maya had an amazing career. Maya tried to play his game that he always plays. Yeah. 
and Muhammad was not having it. Jim, you picked Muhammad by decision, so yep. you know. As well as out of Sonya by decision. Maya's tears are your joy. Picked out of Sonya by decision, too. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> not important, though. I Listen, picked Edwards. I did pick Leon. Yeah, I picked Nate, and I stand by it. I picked Paul Craig. All right. Well, listen. I got to start listening to you, Jimmy. Yeah, no, look. I know, but I also picked Davidson Figueredo by uh, second round stoppage, which uh, turned out to be uh, uh, relatively incorrect. Who would I pick? <laughs> Who would I you pick? picked Brandon Moreno by via fourth round stoppage. So you were right, off by around. A, a little late. Maybe I could have uh, sped it up a little bit, but he did that. He did it. He stopped it. And listen, the first ever Mexican born That's right. uh, champion, which is huge, which is huge. Yeah. And boy, is he a guy you just kind of want to give a hug to? He's like he's like a, a very warm looking, smiley champion, and I love it. Oh, he's got a very right, a very happy demeanor. Yeah. Didn't you love how Davison Figueredo, his demeanor too when he lost? Like, yeah. I, what a what a what a what a way to lose something. I mean, you, see how how can anybody not like that guy? The way he came over and real real sportsmanship, and I don't know. I just I like that when guys like that uh, behave that way after a loss. Well, you're a big mush. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, I, if you were here, I'd do this to your cheeks. I get that. It's a little baby bird, huh, uh, Matt? A little baby bird. You got to see the way I feed him. I got yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Right. Hey, Sorry, before man. we get that out of the thing. Before but, we uh, end, because we're at the time, uh, oh. Dean, I had one question for Dean. Oh, what's up? Tyron's fight against Jake Paul. We I we were so pissed off at the way that asshole backstage gave Tyron shit. And now you look at it and it was like, no, that was a little prelude, maybe a little beginning of a conflict that was going to wind up turning into something. And it did turn into something. It wound up Tyron fighting uh, Jake Paul. What do you think of that fight? You know, I, I think the reality is, is that you can't take him lightly. You have to take Jake Paul seriously. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the re that's the, you know, a lot of people are taking him lightly, but you know, I, I talked to Tyron. I said, man, let's, you know, you can't take him lightly. You got to be for real about this kid because you, you can't lose this. For, but for you know why? Kid. You know why? Yeah. You know why, right? <laughs> yeah. Because when he wins this fight, he can finally release. Yes. In and out of love. Yeah. <laughs> a music video featuring maybe somebody, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I love doing voiceover work. I, I want that video to come out. I do too, no? man. I've seen the video. It's great. Hey, listen, I don't know about you guys, but I've been fucking doing cameos, these Father Day cameos, and I'm on cameo. So you guys, anybody out there on Filthy Army, you want any Father Day cameos? I'm down. I've been banging them out. Yep, I do anyway. as well, but I'm not on the app. I'm only on the site. So go to cameo.com slash Jim Norton or slash Chip Chipperson or slash Doug Bell, and I will gladly do any of those for you. Uh 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 come on, guys. Are we doing it? Uh uh, uh, uh. come on, we're gonna just sing it. Are you got it? Uh are you uh, ready? Uh, yeah. Let's 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 ready, ready, ready. Get to yeah. this part. Get to this part, ready? Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on. We're gonna keep doing it now. Ready? Are you ready? Ready, ready. Let's go. Let's go now. Let's go now. We couldn't turn around. Ready? Oh, okay, okay. And we were upside down. down. I'll be, I'll be the bad, bad guy now. now. But no, but I ain't too, too proud. Dean. I couldn't, I couldn't even be there. Guess what? Even when I tried. Jimmy. 
You don't, don't believe, believe it. it. We do we this. do this every time. Seasons change and our love went cold. Feed the flame because we can't let it go. Run away because we're running away. Run away. Run away. I think I dare you to. My phone went off. But listen, you Mercifully. guys. Hold on, Jimmy. They get listen to me. That was a that was the preview. You're welcome. Right now, people are at home clapping. You, Jim, Dean, you should take a bow. You're welcome. You're welcome, guys. Listen, the new feature. I know they love Matt's movie minute. It's not going nowhere. It'll be here. Sure. But uh, we got something to look forward to with this, Thank God. this new thing. Right, Jimmy? Yes, Jimmy, hey, maybe we'll even do one of your handbands, like the fucking Ozzy stuff. I prefer I'll never do watching. that again, Jimmy. Jimmy, I'll yeah. never do that again. No, no, no. I liked it. It was good. You know, Listen, yeah. let's get a, a fake bat. Listen, what do you guys want to plug? The end of the show. I mean, this was a delight. <laughs> I want to plug the end of the show. <laughs> Dean Thomas. We love Dean Thomas. I want to plug anything, Dean? No, man. I, listen, I thank y'all for having me on here. And um, anytime, man, I got to come on. We get karaoke, unfiltered karaoke. So whenever I come on, we have to do unfiltered karaoke. You let me know the song and we're going to knock it out the park. Dean, it has listen to me. It has so much potential. Listen, yeah. listen. We're all on cameo. We know that the, the Jim and Sam show on Serious, analyst work. The Dean Diary. If the you Dean guys Diary. did not watch, the, I'm sorry, Jimmy. The Chip Chipperson podcast. But go to the Dean Diaries. That's more important. You got if you guys have not watched the Dean Diaries, I don't. I don't think you're true unfiltered fans. It's true. See what I, I agree. do? Yes, I, I agree. I, listen. That's all I got to say, man. If you want to learn some arm locks and maybe get an Ashigarami and Sarah BJJ and I think to Long Island, I got to listen. I got so many things. I got to be like Dean Thomas. I mean, I need more irons in the fucking fire. Dean's You're working on it. I see you out there working, Matt. I see you doing your thing, man. You're getting there. Well, thank you, Dean. Thank you. I got such good. You guys got my back. Guys, take care, man. Goodbye. Thanks for, thanks for dealing with me today. All right, Joe. Thanks to Terrence McKinney. All right, buddy. Peace. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.